0: Sophia dressed up as Belle for Halloween, which has extended past Halloween with her wanting to dress up as Belle and also watch Beauty and the Beast over and over and over. The thing that gets me is that Gaston obviously was a crazy stalker who sexually harassed and made inappropriate advances to Belle and then tried to get her dad institutionalized to marry her. But nobody in the town seemed to care that this guy was an asshole. It baffles me. Yeah, but not much
1: commentary here other than uh, my high school girlfriend. She always said persistence was the key.
0: <laughs> Give it a couple years and you will be watching a shit ton of Beauty and Beasts. No, I don't think so. You do have a daughter. I
1: know, but she also has an older brother.
0: She's going to mimic him a lot. Those old school Disney movies have some questionable plots. Persistence is the
1: key. Ask her if that was her motto when she chased me through town in a car. <laughs> and then tried to beat down my door. And then tried to hit me while her mom was holding her back. I just, could I keep the car thing in there? Oh, you keep all that. She's not going to listen. <laughs>
0: everyone my name is john edwards and with me is zeke baker and together we make the dad's drinking bourbon wherever you are whatever time it is thank you for making us a part of your day how are you zeke baker
1: uh fighting the weather apologies to everyone for any coughs or whatnot that john can't clear out of the fact that my voice sounds even extra shitty this week but uh the cold weather
0: has uh gotten my chest and lungs a little bit i am going to do my best I'm glad then you weren't at Grains and Grits, even though it was one of the best damn whiskey events of the whole entire year. No lie. But it was pretty cold. Would have done a number on your throat. I know. And
1: at the end of the day, I think that that luggage bag served as a spoon a lot better
0: to you than I would have. (laughs) I don't even remember. (laughs) Take the best things that we love about a whiskey event, when it's paired with food right like bacon and barrel was like walnut kitchen made food the old mill made food amici's made food there was a flatbread place out of knoxville that made this chorizo barbecue flatbread that was great walnut kitchen made this meal that they used uh h clark's black and tan to make a sauce that was just incredible the the food was on point all of the distilleries on the Tennessee Whiskey Trail were there. And then just picture the mountains in the background. The whole time you're out, there's open fires. Everybody's around the fire playing that. You know the thing people were playing um, Beirut with big garbage cans now? Have you seen that? I don't know what that means. Beer pong.
1: It's... Man, what beer pong is, but what would be the premise of a
0: garbage can? It's like lined up in a triangle. So you have six garbage cans. And then you have a big-ass ball. And then you're throwing the big-ass ball instead of a ping-pong. I mean, it's not a drinking version of it, but... Yeah, I was trying to figure that out. No, you're not drinking out of the garbage can. That would get pretty rough pretty quick.
1: I would insert a joke, but, but I, I'll refrain. I'm proud of you. You're uh, up. there's been enough of the garbage can jokes. I'll I'll give them a break.
0: <laughs> well, I want to mention before we get started, there is another couple of events that we will be at. We will be at the Holiday Spirits Fest in Franklin, Tennessee. It is December 6th, I believe, a Friday. And then we will also be at Tennessee Whiskey Christmas at the Omni Hotel on December 14th. There's also going to be a dinner on December 13th at the George Jones. There's going to be seven awesome chefs cooking right on the side of your table and a concert from John Rich. All of this is going to benefit the L5 Foundation, who is going to use the funds to help out people getting cancer treatments at the VA in Nashville. There's going to be something like $2,020 gas cards, as well as $550 Kroger cards. L5, as you know, helps to provide relief for cancer patients for things that they're going through, like you know, it's not just the bills, it's the food, it's the gas, it's the lodging, all that other stuff. So make sure to check that out at TennesseeWhiskeyWeekend.com. Get your tickets. Zeke and I are looking forward to that. Another thing I want to mention real quick before we get started, tonight's episode is sponsored by cartel.com. Get the world's greatest spirits delivered directly to your door with cascartel.com. They are changing the industry standard as how you get your alcohol. So if you're sitting on the couch late night, you look at the cabinet, you realize, man, I'm out of something. They have vodka, tequila, whiskey, rum, whatever it is, bourbon, they have it. Go to cascartel.com. Get it sent directly to your door. Also, go to Cass Cartel on Instagram. You might win some samples of some cool stuff. And just, they also do a lot of stuff to give back to their followers. So, CassCartel.com, at Cartel on Instagram. We've got through the morning announcements. You ready to know what we're drinking today? Maybe. Well, Ray Walker from St. Cloud Bourbon sent us over a sample of their stuff. Thank you very much, Ray, for sending this over to us, but thank you also for letting us give an impartial and unbiased review when people send us whiskey. Zeke, this one is 120 proof. It is aged under four years. The mash is undisclosed. It's more than 70% corn, less than 20% rye, and more than 10% malted barley. The price tag on this goes from 100 to 115 it's not filtered at all, aged in French limousine oak. And uh, you know Ray was a wine guy and then came over to do bourbon. I guess he has some ties to Kentucky, wanted to get into that. He lives in California, though, was a wine guy, now is making bourbon. I think the wine background kind of shows off in the bottling and all that. It's a simple bottle with a nice medallion that says St. Cloud Bourbon, A little bit of controversy from our friend Wade, who points out that on the label, one part it says straight, the other part it just says bourbon. and that would be the the two-year thing, correct? It would be the two-year thing, but then also it says aged under four years, which technically anything that's under four years needs a definitive age statement. So we're assuming this is somewhere in the two to four range. Well, does the limousine oak meet the requirement or is it got to be American
1: or new American white oak? It should be. Isn't it new American white oak? It's new American white oak. You know, sometimes folks will take a straight bourbon whiskey and finish it, you know, in the, the limousine wood, but then becomes a whiskey. Man, you're just dropping bombs. Hey, every now and then I, I got my shoes tied. <laughs> I don't. Although I did try and do this in my head without a piece of pen or paper. I don't know if you can have more than 70, less than
0: 20, more than 10 and really come out. There's not many options. Well, I mean, I think he's being specifically vague when he said that. And I saw that on Breaking Bourbon. So if you think about it, you could have 71% corn. You could have like 5% rye. Yeah, I mean, It's
1: got to be super low, right? Because if you're more yeah. than 10, that's 11. 71 and eleven's 82. So I guess you'd be 18, but it's still a pretty low number.
0: What's Dickles? 84, 8 and 8. Whoa. Not that I remember mash bills <laughs> in my head, <laughs> but it it's just, there's a lot of specifically vague items about the bottling on this. We do know the first batch was 12 barrels with a 3000 bottle yield that was blended together
1: and they did this all themselves correct not sure oh but it was somebody's copper pot still yeah not sure who's
0: okay it wasn't his i mean this has to be sourced from somewhere okay but the thing is like saying it was a hybrid pot column still thats very typical at a craft distillery to have a hybrid pot column so there's nothing really earth-shattering by saying hey it's a hybrid pot column it's like yeah cool If you and I were to open a distillery, we would probably have a hybrid pot column. No, I just buy GNS. You would? Flavor it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Take the low road, man.
0: Here's our fireball.
1: (laughs) Dad's drinking fireball. So, what do you think about this one? Uh, Let me see here. I'll pull up the notes on this one. Oh, yeah. You went digital. It's on your phone today. Oh, my. Producer quit supplying me with paper. I guess the bills are getting tough around here. I, I do have paper if you asked for it. <laughs> Nose wise, I thought it was ethanol forward into a light cherry caramel nougat, also a sawdusty at times. And I will put you know uh, definitely it was light on those three notes as far as cherry caramel and nougat. Uh, moving into the palate and taste. I put down, it seemed like a rough around the edges, dark chocolate reason. That was really kind of the profile I got in that that was a specific note that came off. But beyond that little flash note in the front end, kind of working around and moving it, I didn't pick up anything, in any other spots or any other taste buds. Uh, The main thing I really got was it had a fair amount of heat uh, that began to build And and then it remained on the back of the tongue well after the juice was gone. Again, I don't really call that a a finish. I just say it's lingering heat because you're not picking up a profile.
0: You're just tingling. How about yourself there? Good, sir. So funny to me how our palates are yin and yang. But I got creamy and hot on the nose. A lot of cinnamon, almost like a fireball candy. Funny we were mentioning fireball. But the nose seemed a little creamy to me and, and hot, but there were hints of fruit, cherry, apple, some caramel, but it was interesting that that thickness, right? That I kind of just felt like there was substance or smelled some substance. It was interesting for the age statement that I got that there. But then when I tasted it, I said it was hot, like a fireball candy, a ton of cinnamon to start with some pepper, It doesn't scorch your mouth, but you know it's there. A little bit of fruit, but honestly, my favorite part of the pour was the finish when the heat gave way to fruit, some leather, and just flavor. All the flavor on this one, to me, was on the finish. I know, if you all, we are going to have to do video at some point, because if you could see Zeke's eyes when I talk sometimes... I mean, the only finish
1: I got is still just a prickly,
0: singeing
1: mm, old flavors. Although I am a little also confused about, you know, how something seemed thick smelling it. I mean, people always make the joke of, uh, you know, a thick-ass fart in the room. But beyond <laughs> that, I can't think of any references to uh, smelling something that was thick. You have to be a fat kid to understand I was a fat kid growing up.
0: No, not really. You were skinny and ran. I wish I was skinny like you. I'll show you the offensive lineman picks. I need to see them because I don't believe it. Big boy. You give me hope, but you told me I can't lose weight because I look weird skinny. Eh, maybe. <laughs> People look at me and go, you know what? You're someone who could probably used to gain 20 pounds if you were skinny. Like, <laughs> you look weird just just be a teddy bear. Don't be the skinny guy. I thought I would get some youth from it because you know you're somewhere in that two to four range. I did not get youth. Mm.
1: I get something on the front. Like I say, that little bit of sawdusty
0: nose that I got.
1: And then you you couple that in with, like I say when I say rough around the edges, like a dark chocolate reason, it's kind of dry and malty right at the very first. And it's kind of like almost a bitter flavor. And then after that, you know, when I could be like biting into the center, one of those reasons, that's when you get kind of the sweet caramelness. And to me, that's where the corn comes in. And again, it's not super young or just terribly off-putting as far as the corn note goes. But, I mean, you can tell it's not super aged either. But where, where the heat comes from, I don't know. But it's not the proof necessarily. But I guess maybe the grains and whatever they put in there, less friendly on the palate. I don't know, but I mean, it kicks up very hot to me.
0: I mean, at least for me, if you align with my palate opposed to Zeke's, if you like a fireball candy and don't want it to taste artificial, then you're going to like this, at least on my side of things.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's kind of where I equated it It was, you know, some dry, bitter, a quick flash of sweet, and then just a burn that, like I say to me, I don't really equate to a finish, but if you like to feel the burn and want to, you will feel accomplished out of
0: this one. I don't hate it, though. Oh, well, hate's a strong word. No, I get it at a bar. I think it's unique enough that it's a conversation starter. You know how much I love conversation starters. I probably at this point would not buy a bottle until it mellowed out a little bit. I mean, I just don't. I need it to be a little bit thicker at 120 proof and I need I need a little more flavor outside of the heat in order to spend that kind of money on it. And if I'm spending that kind of money on a whiskey, I do not want to have to then go put water in. I would hope that they would have dialed it in to the point if I'm spending that much, I should be drinking it.
1: Yeah, I mean at 100 bucks or more MSRP, that's a tough pull the trigger on. Yeah. And I wouldn't say it's not worthy of a bar pour to try it but if you consider msrp what normal markup is you know at a bar or you know other fine dining establishment that's
0: a pretty expensive pour yep i wouldn't want to spend 40 bucks on a pour of this but if that's what we're looking i mean i'd spend 20 to give it a shot
1: i don't know i'm much more uh conservative when i'm out especially Knowing what's at home versus what it costs to get to the bar, unless I'm really curious or, or have you know seen a ton of good press on it, uh, I usually uh, take the low road and get something I know I'm going to enjoy because I don't want to pay for more than like two or three pours. Or oh, I'm
0: a cheap bastard when, when I'm out. Don't get me when, wrong. When what's at home, I have the whole bottle of and it costs the same as those three pours. Don't get me wrong. I'm a cheap bastard when I'm out. I mean, Wild Turkey 101 is great when you're out. I just think that if you have any interest in this one, people have seen this. They've done a great job of getting this one out to people to try. So there is going to be a little bit of a curiosity from people. I'd say if you're curious about this one, try it at a bar. I just can't spend that much on a whiskey that's this young. Youth has nothing to do with it, but it's like I feel like I've been burned in the past, saying something like that. I, I just I think there are things that are worth a hundred dollars, and this one probably is not worth a hundred dollars. Yep, I think that's a
1: simple enough assessment. There.
0: I want to let you know that all of our glassware was provided by DistilleryProducts.com. Go to DistilleryProducts.com. They have great wholesale pricing on Glencairn, the Tua Glass, the Neat glass are the only place in North America that can engrave a neat whiskey tasting glass and give it to you at wholesale pricing. If you are in the industry, you're probably already using distilleryproducts.com. But if you're not, reach out to me. I'll make sure to get you in touch with them. They're also great if you are in a whiskey group and you need to get a whole bunch of glasses for everybody in your group. Go ahead and go to distilleryproducts.com. Reach out to them. Tell them you heard about them from us. They'd love to hear that, but thank you guys for providing the glassware for us tonight. Zeke, want to let you know that people can find us at Dad's Drinking Bourbon on Instagram, Dad's Drinking Bourbon on Facebook, at Bourbon Dads on Twitter. You can find us wherever you download your podcast. Please leave us an open and honest review, just like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Thank you, St. Cloud, for sending us over this sample. Zeke, where else can the folks find us?
1: good old nashville tennessee and for those folks still hanging around uh i think most folks are probably in the facebook group but if not there should be some fun pics coming out in there probably soon maybe
0: yeah hopefully i get this episode out before they come
1: if not we got more coming
0: cheers ciao